whatever it is for you, I just want you to be honest. And I want you to come into agreement that when you remove that weight, God will remove you waiting for the blessings that you truly desire. You're listening to the Redefining Wealth podcast with Patrice Washington. This is the podcast that teaches you what it means to chase purpose, not money. Welcome back. This is season eight of the Redefining Wealth podcast, and I am so excited to be back with you. If you are brand new here, here's what you need to know. This is not your ordinary personal finance podcast. See, around here, we believe that wealth is so much more than just money and material possessions. We believe in the original 12th century definition of wealth, which says it's about the condition of well-being. So each and every week, my goal is to continue to expose you to conversations around the other parts of life that impact your finances, even when you're not thinking about it. So since last year, you may also need to know that I have graduated with my master's in behavioral finance and financial psychology. And to my OG listeners, yes, I'm going to keep talking about it. I had to go and get the research, the science behind all of the things I've been sharing with you guys for years, but I was doing it intuitively and through really the revelation that would come from helping so many people for so long as America's Money Maven, as a personal finance expert on so many media platforms. And so I'm so excited about this season and everything that is going to unfold. We have phenomenal guests lined up for you. But before I get into all of that, I am so excited to also just continue to share a piece of my own journey. This is really going to inform the conversations that we have for this season of the podcast. So get ready for 16 weeks of complete fire. Now, this episode is all about my weight less season. And I'm going to break down what that means for you in just a second, because I believe that we are in a season of unusual favor, accelerated abundance, and accelerated just expansion. And I'm so excited to talk about it. But before I do, if you're trying to get clear about what we talk about, head over to patricewashington.com forward slash start here, and you will learn more about what we call the six pillars of wealth. Now, before we dive all the way in, let's get to our affirmation of the week. You know, you got to speak positivity into your life, into your day. You got to affirm positivity. You got to affirm abundance. You got to affirm yourself to wealth. This week's affirmation is, I expect blessings to overtake me suddenly. I believe that the creator of the universe has the power to collapse time in my favor. What may take some years to manifest or experience will take months. What takes months will take weeks and what will take weeks for most will come to me within days. I wait with expectancy and excitement of all that's to come. 
I have sown good seed mentally, physically, relationally, and spiritually. And like bamboo that is fortified under the soil for three years before it sprouts, I will rise rapidly in this, my weightless season, and experience unusual acceleration. I expect blessings to overtake me suddenly. All right, so it's time to dive into, again, the first episode of this season. And to do that, I just want to kind of go back and refresh your memory a little bit about season seven. Some of the things that I shared with you is that I was in a new season of life and I was learning how to dream a new dream. I announced at the beginning of season seven that um, I had filed for divorce. I was separated and filed for divorce. And then I also announced at the end of the season in an episode entitled, I Did It My Way, some of the lessons that I began to learn as I was looking at divorcing with dignity um, and dating with intention and just figuring out more about who Patrice is, what she desires, what she wants, what she needs in her life. And it is so important to me that I have these conversations with you because I know that as someone with a large platform, a lot of times we think that we have to hide real life. We think that we have to hide the Saturday. That's the in-between. So if you know anything about, you know, Jesus Christ dying on Friday and raising on Sunday, right? As Michael Todd puts it, the pastor from Transformation Church, no one talks about what Saturday must have felt like, what it must have been like. And so my commitment since I launched the Redefining Wealth podcast is that we would grow together. And so I have no desire to hide pieces of this journey. I have no desire to allow myself to feel ashamed or to let anyone else weaponize where I am in my life because I am in a really good place despite what a difficult season it seems like. I'm in a really good place. And so because of all of your feedback, the emails, the DMs, people stopping me in the airport wanting to have conversations about this, I know that even if it's not the end of your long-term relationship, you may identify with the self-love journey that I've been on. You may identify with committing to the truth of not being ashamed to tell your story. There are so many pieces of this you may identify with. And so Bear with me as we start this season because I just want to give you an update. You know, it's been eight weeks since you last heard from me. Lots can happen in eight weeks. And so let's pick up with lessons from divorcing with dignity. Um, I came to the realization in July that divorcing with dignity did not mean we would not disagree. And I realized for the first time that and trying to control the narrative that we would divorce with dignity, I ended up not giving my ex-husband the dignity of his own process. And that was a big aha for me, that I was trying to control his grief process, right? So the thing is, once we make a governing decision, we have to be aligned with with it without being attached to whether others are aligned with it. And my girlfriend, former executive producer of the Oprah show, Sherry Salata, taught me that. She did a private training for my Platform Accelerated community. And 
so many light bulbs went off for me, right? Because I made the governing decision that I would divorce with dignity. But then I also tried to push that on him. And that's one of the things that if I've learned anything from this process, I realized how much more difficult I made it on myself. I realized how rooted in fear that was. And my intention is to always make decisions from a place of faith, not fear. And even with the best of intentions, it can be so subtle because I didn't do that thinking like I was trying to force or manipulate or push anything or a specific narrative. But looking back now that we are finally divorced, um, I can see that. And for that, I, I like really have remorse, right? Because everyone deserves the dignity of their own process. Um, so that was a huge lesson for me. Another thing though, that I would say has come out of this time is just that self-love journey has been real. When you can peel back the layers and continue to get to know who you really are outside of trying to control who you are for the sake of others, but just accept the best of you, but also the worst of you and have no judgment about it. Oh my God, that is so freeing. That has been such a freeing experience. And it's allowed me to even deepen my faith. It's allowed me to even expand my concept of God and how God loves me because I was already created in his image. And even with flaws and imperfections and all, I'm still loved and I'm still lovable. And I still have the capacity to be loving. And that is also so freeing in such a beautiful space. And so I sit here before you just so grateful that you can go through hard things without looking hardened. I sit here grateful that you can go through difficult seasons and not be completely disheveled. And I sit here grateful that so many people continue to say to me, well, Patrice, you're glowing. You look good. You look at peace, you know, and those things are true because I have been doing work for many years that taught me that nothing happened to me, but everything happens for me. And also that no matter how you feel at any time, it is important to recognize that that is a season. It is temporal. It is not permanent and you will not always be here. But how you choose to view the circumstance, the experience, the season, this time in your life is going to determine how you move forward. And so I have heard from so many of you who are in these different scenarios and different circumstances. And I just wanted to say, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing your stories with me. Thank you for being a part of my journey and thank you for inviting me in to be a part of yours. Because as this season and seasons to come unfold, I'm going to continue to share the lessons that are coming up for me because this journey is like an onion. It has all types of layers. And when you get through one layer, you don't know what's going to happen in that next layer. And it is a very up and down process. Um, 
but one that is so worth it if you are looking at it the right way and if you are committed to coming out of it like as the best version of yourself. And one of the people that I spoke to recently is Dr. Tama Bryant. You've heard her on the Redefining Wealth podcast before. Oh my gosh, she is brilliant. And her book, uh, her book, Homecoming, her book, Homecoming is the book that I took with me to Costa Rica when I did a solo trip for my birthday. And I read the book cover to cover on the beach in Costa Rica for several days. And I had an opportunity to talk to Dr. Tama recently, and she will be back on the podcast. But one of the things um, that she said to me just aligned with another governing decision that I made about this season in my life. And that decision was, I will be prepared for the blessings I expect. I will be prepared for the blessings I expect. And I got on a Zoom with Dr. Tama and we got to talking. And Dr. Tama gave me next level conviction around this because she said, Patrice, what I see for you, what I feel for you, is not that this is just your weightless season. So you are shedding a lot of old ideas, habits, behaviors that no longer serve you. You are untethering from someone. So you are going to feel lighter. You are um, letting go of all these limiting beliefs. You should feel light and I do, right? But she said, this is not just your weightless season. This is your weight less season. You're going to wait less to receive the blessings that have been bound up in the heavens waiting for you to get right, waiting for you to come back in alignment, waiting for you to tell the truth and acknowledge where you are at this point in your life. And now that you have made a decision to be weightless, you will wait less. Baby, if that didn't bless my whole soul, <laughs> that blessed my whole soul. And I don't care if you are driving, or if you're on an elliptical machine, if you are doing dishes right now, if you are walking, I hope that made you stop in your tracks and claim that for you too. I know that I am so connected to this audience and I don't care if you live in the UK or Kenya or Kentucky, there is some reason that you are listening right now. It is not by accident. It is not by happenstance. It is divine timing. And at the moment that you hear this, I declare over you as well that no matter what you are experiencing, you will wait less when you decide to finally come into your truth and remove the weight that no longer serves you. I have a confession to make. My relationship with looking good is so complicated. I don't know if you're anything like me, but I like high quality clothes. I just don't like going shopping and I definitely don't always want to pay high quality prices, if you know what I'm saying. Plus, I don't always want to wear the same stuff over and over again. So I was super excited when I found out about the clothing rental membership armoire because they are making getting dressed stylish, but super easy. When I signed up, I took a five minute style quiz and based on my preferences, they offered suggestions that would best match my lifestyle. I'm filming in a few weeks 
weeks and I literally just got the cutest blazers delivered to my door in as little as two days. And when I'm ready for new clothes, I can just swap them out for more new to me styles. So whether you're planning your outfit for a date night, packing for a conference or in need of a gown for some black tie event, you will be the best dressed person in the room and you won't have to feel bad for only wearing something once. Now, What I also love is that Armoire is women-founded and women-led. They even spotlight women-owned designers on their website. So I know I'm wearing brands that are aligned with my values. I love that I can support a business that's built by women like me. If you're ready to have your dream closet delivered to your door, you might want to try Armoire. I promise you will never be without the perfect outfit for any occasion ever again. And right now, Redefining Wealth listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash wealth. That is armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash wealth to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try armoire today. What Dr. Tama spoke over me, I have already seen in just a few weeks, the acceleration. And I want to share some of the work that I've been doing and how it has just aligned. You know, I always talk about giving God something to bless. And for those of you who are like, well, what this got to do with money? Well, baby, separation and divorce costs, okay? There is a lot of financial implications of that and it is gonna impact your ability to build wealth. And if you don't know how to navigate this season, you will stay stuck longer than you are supposed to. And that will have an impact on your finances. So I want to give you three things to consider. These are the things that I've been considering working through. Please take what serves you and leave the rest. The first thing that I really, as I look back, had to get clear on is monitoring my expectations. In this season of waiting less, you're going to have to monitor your expectations. There are a lot of thoughts. There are a lot of, there's a lot of conventional wisdom out there that will try to dictate to you what your experience will look like, feel like, smell like, taste like. When I started to share with people that I was separated and going through divorce, because people assume that because, you know, we have assets and all these things, the first thing they say, oh, it's going to take you years. It's going to take you at least two years. Oh, my divorce took two and a half years. Oh, my divorce took four years. Oh, I've been trying to get divorced for seven years and it is just a lot of hassle and all this stuff. And I would say, um, thank you for sharing, but I don't receive that. That's not my story. Or I would say, well, I don't believe that'll be my testimony. And not from an arrogant place, not from um, a place of being naive, but just from being clear that I have a right to lean in to whatever story I choose. And if that's the case, I'm gonna choose a story that serves me. I'm gonna choose the story that aligns with how I want to experience life. I'm going to make a choice to expect the best out of even the worst scenarios. So when people would say to me, well, what are you gonna do? Dating over 40 is hard. That's a what if, and the what is is, I take care of myself, I feel good, I look good, Uh, I, you know, baby moisturize, I practice forgiveness, 
<laughs> I'm not listening to things that make me anxious and make me furrow my brows all day. Um, I drink a lot of water. I eat a lot of veggies. I'm like, that is not my story. I feel good. I look good. I, I feel the most confident I've ever felt, even at the heaviest weight I've ever been. Dating over 40, I'm not about to make that a thing. I don't receive it. And I'm going to look for examples of people who have dated and had second chance love and went on to remarry after 40 just fine. Because whatever I believe, God is going to confirm through the examples that are put on my path. If I believe that dating over 40 is hard, all I'm going to see are those struggle bus stories. But if I believe that there's great potential and possibility for me, all I'm going to see are those stories. We get to choose. So monitor your expectations. As Steve Harvey taught me years ago, you don't get what you want. You get what you believe. We can say one thing, but our belief is going to dictate how we navigate the experience. When people will say, well, you know, a lot of men don't want women with children. Well, the right man for me is going to love my daughter as if she's his own. That is my expectation. You don't want children. You don't want someone who comes with children, all of that. Then you're not the one and that's fine, right? Men in a certain income bracket expect women to shut up and look pretty. Well, not with this voice, <laughs> not with this platform. I'm going to look pretty. I could be eye candy, but I also have a brain in my head. And I also will never be in another experience that requires me to dumb down or diminish my voice. Right? All of these things are things that people literally said to me. I'm not just saying that. I'm not gassing you up. If in some things, maybe no one said to me directly, but that's the message that is out there. When you're scrolling through social media or looking at different things, you see it. You hear it perpetuated, right? But for me, what I realize is, are you inclined to think negatively, right? You have to ask yourself, am I inclined to think negatively or do I have a right to think about this in the best possible way? I have a right. I get to control my thoughts. And even when my thoughts get away from me, I get to reel them back in and speak life over me. If that is a challenge for you, I really want to encourage you to get a copy of Redefine Wealth for Yourself. I wrote this book a few years ago. It came out on my 40th birthday in 2021. But let me tell you, going back to revisit the fit pillar in particular portion of this book where I talk a lot about mindset and going back through my own lessons have been a blessing for how I navigate this season. If you don't have a copy of Redefine Wealth for Yourself, I'm encouraging you, if you feel like you're in a season where conventional wisdom is saying one thing and you're trying to build the mindset to believe something different and you want to better monitor the expectations that you have for this next season, get you a copy of Redefine Wealth for yourself and get into it. This is why all of the pillars matter um, in this process, please. And another thing I will just have to say about monitoring your expectations is don't be afraid to be honest about what you want first within yourself, but then from others. This is your time to be radically honest. Why would you keep lying to yourself? Why would you keep settling in your own spirit? Like dreaming is free, 
we can dream out loud in full color if you had no insecurity and if you really believed you were created in God's image and if you thought you were the daughter of a king what would you hide or hesitate for write down everything that you want and believe that it's possible and monitor those expectations don't lean into the expectations of others based on their story their journey and what stories they told themselves that's not your business are you ready to become more memorable, more magnetic, or more powerful from the stage? I don't know you, but I know you have a story and your voice deserves to be heard. I'm Patrice Washington. I'm a best-selling author and the host of the Redefining Wealth podcast. And I've been known for a decade as a powerful transformational speaker. And I want to invite you to speak with purpose. Your story matters. It deserves to be heard and people are waiting for you. So join me for Speak With Purpose. Click the link now. The second thing I wanna invite you to do, as I've been working on as well, is wait with expectancy. Now, many people think that having expectations is the same thing as expectancy, but it's really not. Expectations are about hoping everything goes exactly how you want it to go from the beginning to end. And this is why sometimes people don't set expectations because they have a track record or a history of being disappointed because their expectations were not met. I did a podcast episode years ago and my team will link to it in the show notes but it was about walking in expectancy and walking in expectancy is about heading to your destination but trusting that everything will work out for the greater good it's not about needing to have the the perfect plan before you get started it's not about well i'm not going to do that until i see exactly what the result is because really that'll delay you from getting started. But what really gets delayed, right? Is everything that you say you want. All of the expectations that you have get delayed because you are so committed to it looking a specific way as opposed to saying, I trust that as long as I am waiting with expectancy, which is really walking in the direction of what I expect, Whatever else I need to know and whatever needs to be added to me, whatever resources I require, the provision is going to be made. Like, I just trust that. Like, I trust that I can learn what's needed for me to become who I need to become to achieve those expectations in the process. I trust that everything and everyone around me will help guide me to those goals. I am committed to the vision of seeing it come through. I'm not attached to how I get there. So I do all that I can do and then I wait. I believe that God knows what you're waiting on when he sees what you're working on. And some of you won't begin to work because you're waiting to see what, what's going on. Mm-mm. Mm -mm. This is not about trying to force your expectations to happen, right? Because when you do that and you're so committed to what it has to look like, you can travel a thousand miles and be completely 
going in the wrong direction and out of alignment for what this next season is supposed to hold for you. So instead of trying to force some particular will, just allow yourself to be in flow. Have childlike wonder about exploring, exploration. Hmm, let me go down this path. Let's see what's over there. And if it takes you down another path, okay, let's see what's over there. Waiting is still active. Waiting does not mean don't do anything. I shared in the last episode of last season that I wanted to date with intention. And one of the things that I did was sign up for a dating course. And I'm still in the course presently. I'm getting ready to graduate. But oh my gosh, as I wait, right, to receive the type of love that I desire and believe I deserve, as I wait, I have an expectation that that love is being drawn into me, but I'm working on myself. I'm working on being radically honest every day with honest with myself, right? I am doing the things to prepare for what it is I say I want. And some of y'all say you want new love, you want a job, you want to move, you want to do these things. You're not doing anything to prepare, which is number three. Prepare for what you're expecting. But again, don't be attached to how the process unfolds, right? I did the dating course because I expect to be so aware of my needs, wants, and desires that I will have no hesitation in communicating that to a potential partner. I don't want to meet someone and then figure out who I am and what I like and what I want. I don't want to meet someone and, and play around with like, oh, maybe I like this or maybe I don't. Uh-uh. I know exactly what I like and what I don't like. And I'm not even about to play with you and waste time, your time or my time, right? I work out and I'm consistent with my self-care because I expect opportunities that will require me to look and feel my best. You'll hear more about it soon, but you guys know, um, for those of you who've been around or follow in social media, I have a new show coming out in October on PBS nationally called Opportunity Knocks, where I appear as one of three financial coaches. And, you know, we're going all over the country and helping people rebuild their finances, utilizing community resources in their backyard that most people don't even know exist. And it's an opportunity to really shed a light on how many resources are out there that we don't take advantage of that could support us in our finances. Perfectly aligned for me. Love, love, love filming that show. And I can't wait for you to see it. Um, but taking care of myself allowed me to show up on that show and be my best self, not be timid because I'm like, oh, I don't know how I look on camera. I know the camera's gonna add extra weight. How many times do you self-sabotage the very stuff that you say you want because you didn't prepare for it? You say you want it, the opportunity comes, opportunity knocks, no pun intended, well kinda, um, and you're not ready. You haven't done anything. You weren't working on anything while you were waiting for the opportunity to appear. And so it appeared and disappeared because you did not understand that this could be your wait less season. 
And if things are going to be accelerated, if expansion and favor and abundance are going to be accelerated, they are coming at you fast, friend, and you need to be ready. You need to be ready. So are you preparing for what you're expecting? Right? I think about while I was on the road trip this summer with my daughter, I got a call to do a brand campaign. And even though I don't really work in July, it was so in alignment that I had to come home for two days and go shoot and film some stuff. And you'll start to see about it this month actually. So I will share with you before I went on break, I felt in my spirit and the team and I discussed that I needed to automate the challenges that I do. So many of you have experienced creative for purpose or committed to the call. Those are free challenges that I do. And I was talking to my coach about it one day and I was like, you know, I only run those challenges maybe twice a year. That's two weeks out of 52 weeks in the year. And I believe that the impact of what I do is so great and has the ability to move people into purpose. I shouldn't withhold that from them all year just for it to align with when a program opens. I want my impact to be felt all year, not really just those two weeks. One week in the spring, one week in the fall, not enough. So the team and I decided that I would automate the challenge. And if you wanna check it out, it's thepurposechallenge.com. But let me tell you what happened. I do, I record everything for it the week that I'm leaving to take Reagan, my daughter, on a road trip. Three weeks in, I get a call, an email, actually, and my spokesperson agent is saying, hey, Essence Magazine wants you for this brand deal. And I've worked with them many times over the years. I love working with Essence Magazine. I've been in Essence Magazine many times, um, but as America's Money Maven or something related to my old books or something like that, and I say, okay, like, let me look at it. It looks phenomenal. They're doing a Live Well Challenge um, presented by Smartwater. So excited about it. And I have the call with the lead there. And she says, well, we have a business coach um, who is a part of this entire um, you know, campaign, but we wanna know if you'd be willing to be our purpose coach. This is three and a half weeks after I've recorded everything for the purpose challenge. Saying, I know that this is supposed to have greater impact and be a bigger blessing to more people. I had no idea that Essence was going to call. I had no idea that they were doing this thing with Smart Water. I had no idea of any of that. And I didn't even have to ask. They said, we would love for you to be the purpose coach. We would love for you to tell our readers and the people going through our challenge in September, October issue of Essence Magazine, how they can live their life's purpose. My expectation in this season was to be prepared for the blessings I expect. I knew that I was supposed to have greater impact with these purpose challenges and it couldn't just be once a week or, you know, two times a year for a week at a time. 
So that was my expectation. And I have an expectation of expansion and acceleration. An expectation of next level favor. In the waiting with expectancy, I did, I did some work. Right. I have an expectation. God, I don't know what it's going to look like, but I know I'm supposed to impact more people with these challenges. I have no idea what it's going to look like, but I just feel it in my spirit. So I'm going to go with it. So in obedience, I'm going to just record. And my, while I'm gone, my team is just going to set everything up. In essence, I was preparing for what I was expecting. I was not attached to how it would come about. And I believe this is just the first of many ways that this will come about. And I share that because I need you to know that, again, God knows what you're waiting on when he sees what you're working on. I don't know what this season holds, but I know who holds me. And I know that even though I've been through some hard things, I'm not hardened. Even though I've had to experience some burdens, I'm not bitter. Even though that there has been some difficulties, I'm not disheveled. I am more clear. I am more confident. I love myself more. I feel more empowered. I have more joy. I have more peace than I even knew possible. And I truly believe that this is a season where I will wait less for the things that I believe God has for me. I want to extend that to you. I could have kept it to myself. That was a private conversation. Dr. Tame and I were not recording a podcast. I didn't have to share this. I could have shared it with a few friends. I'm sharing it here publicly because I want to see more of you stand up and declare that you will wait less for the blessings that God has for you, but you're willing to do the work to be radically honest to remove the weight in your life that is no longer serving you. And that is not me trying to plant seeds. I love love, I love marriage. I know I will be remarried. I'm not saying this because I want everybody to start leaving husbands and wives and all the things. That is not what I'm saying. Some of you, the weight that needs to be released are family members who don't understand boundaries. Some of you, the weight that needs to be released are jobs that no longer serve you. They actually suck the life out of you. Some of you, what needs to be released is the limiting belief that your story doesn't matter. When in reality, you know that God is calling you to share your story and you're the problem. You're sabotaging. Some of you need to release behaviors that are sabotaging your finances and you're going in circles, acting like you don't know what to do and you know good and heck what to do, but because your life is so cluttered, you still keep making poor choices. Some of you need to release social media because it's giving you too much anxiety and too much, you know, pressure and depression. Whatever it is for you, I just want you to be honest. And I want you to come into agreement that when you remove that weight, God will remove you waiting for the blessings that you truly desire. But we got to go first. We have to give God something to bless. And I sit here before you today, hopefully just as a reminder, as your, your big sister, your little sister, your girlfriend, who was just like 
you got this. I know it doesn't look fun. I know it doesn't look easy. I know it doesn't look appealing, but transformation really does. Transformation requires work. It requires commitment. It requires unwavering faith. It was required. It requires doing the hard things. But on the other side, there is so much in store for you. There is so much in store for me. There is so much in store for us. And I am so grateful that you continue to be a part of my journey. Again, if you're brand new, go back and listen to some past episodes. You're going to love this community. Go ahead and subscribe. If you're an OG listener, please leave reviews. It helps so much. Like right now, open up the app that you're listening on. Leave a review, leave a comment, leave something. It allows more people to find us. And I want the wait less season to be declared over more people. So share this with your good girlfriends, your cousins, your coworkers, whomever, because I want this to go far and wide. We have the ability to wait less if we will allow ourselves to become weightless and to surrender. This season on the Redefining Wealth podcast is going to be incredible. I'm so excited about all of our guests this season. Emmanuel Acho um, from Conversations with a Black Man, uh, YouTube sensation Patricia Bright, the incomparable Lisa Bevere. I love, love, love her devotionals for Christian women. My good girlfriend, Maddie James, who's influencer extraordinaire. Uh, Nicole Kane from EXO Nicole is just incredible. And she's sharing her new project. HGTV star Carmion Hamilton and so many others. And of course, I will be bringing you several solo episodes as I continue to just share uh, new layers that I'm discovering as I evolve into this new season of singleness, um, as well as we're going to be celebrating the five-year anniversary of the Redefining Wealth podcast. We're at about 13 million downloads. So many lives changed for the better. So many finances improved. So many relationships improved. Health improved. Environments improved. I am so grateful for this platform. I can't tell you. And... That's it for me. Super excited. Next week, we are going to start with Maddie James. Um, so make sure you tune in. Super excited for you to hear that interview. And until next time, listen, I want you to go live your life's purpose, find fulfillment, and earn more without ever chasing money. Talk to you later. Later.